This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast presented by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Brian, the big noise, Evans here, joined by the good buns, the fun <laughs> buns, the hard buns? I don't know. I've never got my hands on them. <laughs> Senior fun buns, a Brandon Funston. Uh, we're going to do our little preview here of week six of the NFL slate with some player props. Before we get to that, let's uh, answer a couple of pressing questions, shall we? Let me throw out this hypothetical to you. Tell me who you would rather have this week out of this triumvirate among hot waiver wire ads that occurred over the last couple of days. Who do you trust more to start in week six? Travis Fulgham of the Philadelphia Eagles against the Baltimore Ravens. Chase Claypool of the Pittsburgh Steelers drawing an intradivisional matchup against the Cleveland Browns. Or LaVisca Chenault has seen a ton of targets here last couple of weeks. He gets the Hello Kitties of Detroit. Who do you got there? Oh, these are three guys I'd like to party with. Uh, I like them all. Um <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you what, it's Chase Claypool if Deontay Johnson doesn't play because what happens when Deontay Johnson doesn't play, Chase Claypool becomes a thing. Four touchdowns last week. The guy is a freakish athlete, and it's just all about snaps with him. But if Deontay Johnson plays, we might not see that uh, snap count like we saw last week. So I will say if Johnson plays – Full disclosure, I have these guys right almost back-to-back-to-back in my rankings, but I'm going to go with LaVisca Chenault against the Lions. It does sound like DJ Chark's not going to play for the Jaguars, so Chenault, who's been seeing increased work uh, with the Jaguars you know, week over week, uh, you would expect a big workload against a soft uh, Detroit Lions secondary uh, this week for Chenault. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Travis Fulgham, believe it or not, uh, the old domer. Uh, from Old Dominion, the former Monarch. Uh, look, I think he is a real deal Holyfield, man. I'm buying into it. You and I interviewed uh, a beat writer from NBC Sports there in the Philadelphia uh, area on our Sirius XM show earlier this week. And, you know, point blank to ask, you know, is he like a mirage or is he for real? And, you know, the belief is, yeah, he's probably for real. Adam Kaplan has said the same thing, that he's going to be a starting wide receiver rest of the season. And he's top 10 in all of the delicious categories, like yards per reception, yards per target, yards per route run contested catch rate he's been getting uh, getting it done across the board I know the Ravens allow the seven fewest fantasy points uh, but I'm going to follow the volume there as he is maybe the healthiest option that Carson Wentz has and they could be scoreboard chasing in that contest all right let's go a little bit deeper here Uh, give me a true blue sleeper or two that you're digging here in week six well, I'll give you two because they're on the same team as uh, Kansas City Chiefs that I'm talking about. It's because Sammy Watkins looks like he'll be out for a couple weeks at least. And that means it's Mecole Hardman time. He, oh, I oh. Checked her- yeah, Mecole Hardman. Uh, 45% <laughs> owned in Yahoo leagues right now, so available in over half of leagues. That, that people that play on Yahoo uh, can go out and get him. We know he is a... Kind of another version of Tyreek Hill, absolute flyer. He's been a you know a guy that has found the end zone a lot on on a little amount of touches 
in his short career and you put him out there for longer, you like the, uh, the upside of him finding the end zone, making some big plays alongside Tyreek Hill. And if everybody goes for, uh, for Miko Hardman in your league, uh, Demarcus Robinson might be able to steal a touchdown as well. He's 1% owned and he'll be out there a lot. We know the chiefs will run a, a fair amount of three wide receiver sets. So, uh, Demarcus Robinson, 1% owned a guy. I think it can help you this week. And definitely Miko Hardman is someone I expect to step up with Sammy Watkins. Oh man. Love the Miko Hardman call because he's, he's going to get uh, likely a whole lot of Josh Norman to coverage who I think his head is somewhere in the stands. Uh, in Nashville yes. <laughs> after what Derrick Henry, <laughs> the utter annihilation and destruction of that stiff arm that shoved him almost into a premature retirement. Um, I kind of like Tim Patrick this week, to be honest with you. It's not like Drew Locke is training in the right direction to return for the Denver Broncos. Unlikely to have Stephon Gilmore on the field, and he sees Jason McCourty slides over the safety spot to line up against him in one-on-one coverage. McCourty's given up a 118.5 passer rating to his assignments, and Tim Patrick, a guy that's 13.78 dot, is wide receiver 22. Going to see a ton of targets. I think he scores for the third straight game. And going a little bit deeper, how about Andy Isabella? Why not? It's Little D of the Dallas Cowboys. And I understand that, you know, he's got to be splitting some time in the slot there with Larry Fitzgerald. you got Christian Kirk to account for. And, of course, DeAndre Hopkins seeing a massive target share. But, you know, if he's on the field for even a third of the snaps, it could be one play. He could take it to the house given his explosiveness. I mean, he's caught 76.9% of the looks from Kyler Murray. And he's going to see Jordan Lewis out of the slot there in coverage. He's giving up a 112.7 passer rating again we are presented by monkeyknifefight.com if you have no idea what monkey knife fight is go to the site right now log on use that promo code ftn when you sign up you get a free five dollar game on the house it's a simple game really it's just player props it's just over under more or less whether it's fantasy points receiving yards passing touchdowns you put them together you can parlay them in packs of two all the way up to six the more you hit on and a greater number the more cash you put in your pocket go to monkeyknifefight.com right now and again use that promo code ftn to get a free five dollar game on the house with that let's get to friday's fantasy five Number five. All right, let's start off with a prop here on Mike Evans. And the total is 17.5 fantasy points for my cousin, who uh, I am not going to admit is part of the family uh, because I'm taking the under in this one. And and I understand this is the marquee matchup. I understand this game could have all kinds of fireworks uh, there in Green Bay for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Actually, this game being played in Western Florida uh, for Tampa as they welcome Green Bay. But he is not going to have a warm welcome from one Jair Alexander. Jair Alexander has given up just a 71 passer rating and under 0.85 yards per snap to his assignments. Evans is dealing with this mild high ankle sprain. You've seen the limitations that he's had in terms of his downfield explosiveness and push. I think it's going to suppress his yardage. Now, this is a full PPR format, Funston, mind you. Evans has got over this number a couple of times this season, but this could be like a five catch, maybe 60 yard. Even if he gets the touchdown, he may not cross this 17-and-a-half fantasy point total. So I'm going to take the under here pretty comfortably for Mike Evans, who was on my lames list here at FTN Fantasy this week. So you got to fade or you got to follow me under 17-and-a-half fantasy points for Mr. Evans. Yeah, and we could get, could get Chris Godwin back this week. We'll still have to wait and see on that, but that would certainly eat into Evans' expected workload. Jair Alexander, as you mentioned, a tough call. 
uh, for Evans this week. And the guy is not going to score a touchdown every week, Brad. It's just not going to happen. He's done it so far. <laughs> sure. But a streak, all good streaks come to an end. And I think this is probably a good week to bank on that happening. I will also follow you and take the under on 17 and a half PPR points for Mike Evans. Still love you, Mike. You're still at Evans. Number four. All right, let's go to a little Ryan Fitzmagic. Uh, will it be in the air this week uh, against the New York Jets? Uh, and the line here, 266.5 pass yards. I have to take the over, right? I mean, it's the Jets for crying out loud. Now, you do worry maybe Miles Gaskin goes off in this game. Uh, and all of a sudden it's a lopsided score. Maybe there's a pick six or two off of Joe Flacco, and it goes the other way, and then it mitigates the potential for Ryan Fitzpatrick, but a number of quarterbacks have already gone over this number this season against this unit. Uh, Josh Allen went for over 300 yards. Kyler Murray last week over, he had almost 400 yards at 380. Ryan Fitzpatrick's been absolutely dealing Funston, uh, a player uh, that's consistently you know inside the top 12 in multiple categories, including adjusted completion percentage including as well deep ball passer rating I think he's somebody uh, that's easily going to get you know maybe 22 23 fantasy points I think he's going to be in the 270s 280s comfortably in this game yeah that deep ball passer rating up 111.6 he's also number two in play action completion percentage number one and under pressure completion percentage oh he just brings me so much joy the <laughs> Lorax I love the man I want to stroke and mold and oil his beard Whatever is necessary, uh, please don't retire anytime soon, Fitzmagic. We adore you. So, fade or follow me, 266.5 pass yards for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, you bring up a lot of good points, and Fitzpatrick is dealing right now four of his, uh, three of his last four games, 315 or more passing yards. So, not expecting to for him to be derailed in the passing yard department that much this week. I think he goes over 266 and a half. I think it's closer to 300. I might actually, you could talk me into saying he won't get to 300, but you can't talk me into saying he won't get to 266 and a half. Well, let's do a little prompt to game ahead to head. You tell me you'd rather have uh, in any traditional scoring format for a quarterback. None of the six points per passing touchdown nonsense. Four points per passing TD. Fitzmagic or Stafford against the Jags? I have Fitzmagic at 9, Stafford at 11. I have Fitzpatrick at 8, Stafford at 9. What about Fitzpatrick or Kirk Cousins going against Atlanta? Cousins at 10, Fitzpatrick at 9. I'll take Fitzpatrick. (laughs) Uh, We're lockstep. I got uh, Cousins at 10, last one, Fitzpatrick or Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. Give me Fitzpatrick. Um, I'm really feeling like Cam Newton. You have to bank on rushing touchdowns to feel good about his fantasy value. So, yeah, I'll take the, I think, a little bit more certainty with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm going with Wham Bam. Thank you, Cam. Dang, look at you. Number three. All right, moving on. How about Chase Edmonds? Here's a line, 13 and a half fantasy points under the primetime lights on the Monday night doubleheader capper against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm taking the over here, Brandon, uh, because Edmonds, I think he's going to see an increase in overall snap share, overall opportunity share. He played on a season high 35.8% of Arizona snaps last week, 92 combined yards on just eight touches, found the end zone. In fact, he has crossed the chalk in three of five games. I think he's got to find the end zone in this one. I love his uh, player prop, by the way, a plus 200 if you're shopping around for such things. Highly recommend that one. 
again, it's it's Dallas. Uh, they've given up 146.2 total yards per game, 4.4 yards per carry, and five combined touchdowns to the running back position. I think he's like probably in the 70 to 75 total yard range, you know, a handful of receptions, again, in a PPR format, and you get that six points on the board, he will annihilate this total. Fade or follow me over Edmonds, 13.5 fantasy points. Yeah, I'd like to find a place to fade you, but I kind of like this one as well. He has been 13.5 or better in fantasy points, PPR points, in three of five games, including each of the last two. Uh, He has yet to touch the ball 10 times in a game, but I think this is coming this week. Uh, He's a highly efficient per-touch kind of player, and I expect him to sail past 13.5 fantasy points yet again. All right, head-to-head time. Chase Edmonds this week or Antonio Gibson drawing the G-men. Oh, geez. Uh, quick, you tell me what you got, and I will uh, look up my running backs here. I, I've got um, Chase actually, Edmonds. I got Gibson at 18, Chase Edmonds at 20. <laughs> I've got Gibson at 18, but I have Edmonds at 16. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. What about Edmonds or Joe Mixon, assuming that game is played uh, between the Colts and the Bengals? I will take double the volume, Joe Mixon. Uh, you're a coward. I will take Chase, Ed- uh, Chase Edmonds on half the volume because he's going to have double the points. Uh, what about Edmonds or James Conner? Difficult matchup this week going against that Cleveland front, which has been rather ferocious. Yep, I will take James Conner here. Again, volume and good opportunity for touchdowns with James Conner in this Pittsburgh offense. Nope. Chase Edmonds for me. Chase Jeez. me down if I'm wrong. Number two. All right, moving on. What about DJ Moore? 73 and a half receiving yards against my Chicago Bears. Uh, I'm going to take the under here on this one. Look, the Bears have been outstanding in terms of pass defense this season. Second few is fantasy points. A lot of wide receivers. Uh, just a 6.4 YPA surrendered. Only a, a couple of guys have even you know come close to hitting the over on this number so far this season. And DJ Moore is probably going to line up uh, most often against Kyle Fuller in coverage. He was giving up a 59.4 pass rating, 0.82 yards per snap. And the other thing too, Brandon, you and I talked about in the Sirius XM show, Moore's not really seeing a whole lot of targets. Only 15 combined over the last three games. So, Fader followed me under 73 and a half receiving yards for, hey, Mr. DJ. Yeah, where are the targets? Well, they're going to Mike Davis and Robbie Anderson and not to DJ Moore. And he's going to have to do a lot with a little. He did that last week against Atlanta. He had that catch in a long run uh, for a touchdown. They put him at 93. Uh, but that's kind of like a stars align kind of a week. And I'm with you on this matchup with Chicago. I don't think it's going to be another one of those kind of setups. So, and Kyle Fuller, seen a lot of him this year. He's been he's been balling out for sure. I am leery about DJ Moore going over 73 and a half yards. I will take the under as well. All right, head to head time. We brought up Lavisca Chenault at the top of the show. Would you start him ahead of DJ Moore? Uh, I would, uh, actually, I, I, I actually have DJ Moore. I'm looking at my rant. No, right you now. need to change no, it right no, no, now. Change true. it right now. I know I you don't feel that way. I all the head of him. I do. Okay. There it is. Thank you. All right. Uh, you had a come to Jesus moment right here. No, I, I, on I, the podcast. I just thought I was looking below DJ Moore thinking Chanel was there, but then I looked a couple spots. He's actually three spots ahead of DJ Moore on my rankings. Yeah. I've got him considerably higher. Uh, I've got DJ Moore wide receiver 36. I got Chanel. Oh, actually four spots. So not considerably at 32. What about Jamison Crowder or DJ Moore? I have Jamison Crowder in the top twenty this week. Oh, look at it's you! Time to it's time to represent for Jamison Crowder. Three straight hundred yard games. The only thing going with the Jets right now. 
I think that's a great call. Last one. Uh, what about Juju, who has struggled mightily? One of your favorite players, uh, not certainly paying the fantasy bills or DJ Moore. Yeah, the Browns secondary has struggled mightily as well. So I am uh, higher on Juju Smith making some plays against these Cleveland Browns than I am on DJ Moore against the Bears. Uh, I have too much Juju. I need the good Juju 100% <laughs> this week. Number one. All right, last one. How about the moster to get a squirt on your fantasy sandwich uh, this week? The line for the San Francisco running back, 65.5 rush yards. And I'm taking the over on this one. Uh, the guy is an absolute bullet. He's Bullet Bill if you're a Mario Kart fan. You know, you get Bullet Bill and you just race past a competition. That's exactly what Moster typically does in the open field. You know, a player consistently, you know, getting into the 90s in terms of combined yardage. Uh, I know, you know, he's coming off that knee injury, uh, but he has gone over 100 total yards in all three games that he has played and he scored in two of three. And a player, yeah, the yards after contact per attempt number is down, but then again, he's had a whole lot of contact because he just races away from people. Uh, and he's also seen an uptick, too, in the past game, which I think is very encouraging for his overall value. Uh, top 10 in juke rate. Haven't busted that one out in a while, but it's true. He's number one among all running backs in yards per touch at 8.8. Uh, number six in total yards created on a per-touch yards created basis, RB2. And you look up the matchup, it's the Rams. And the Rams have given up 4.54 yards per carry to the running back position. Seventh most fantasy points to RBs as well. They're in the bottom five uh, right now in terms of adjusted line yards. So I think Mostert uh, is going to get out there and get some damage done against this unit. So I'm, I think it's way over. And I think, again, wherever you can find a receiving yards prop on him, I don't care what the number is, I'm hammering the over on it. So you agree with me on the rush yards over 65.5 yards, the pride of Purdue. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I, I did my big board uh, update for the rest of the season. I put this guy at 25. It's well above uh, 25 overall, and that's well above the industry average for rest of the season rankings. And I'm not sure I put him high enough. You look at his last 12 games going back to week 12 of last season and going through the playoffs and into this year. His last 12 games, he's averaged 103 yards from scrimmage and has scored 15 touchdowns in those 12 games. And you mentioned the pass catching. He's getting three catches per game this year. Last year he was under a catch per game, and the year before that he was under a catch per game. So he's never been even a catch per game guy. He's getting three per game. He completely phased out Jarek McKinnon last week and did something we hardly ever see, which was basically be a featured back for Kyle Shanahan and not have anybody else really running interference with him. So that is a humongous sign that Kyle Shanahan's falling in love with this guy. I've been in love with him. You've been in love with him for a while, and it's it's paying off for us. So definitely over on Raheem Mostert. Must start is Raheem here in week Number six. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track. Check out Funson on Twitter at Brandon Funson, myself at Noisy Wavos. Check out Brandon's fantastic work and his colleagues as well at The Athletic. Uh, and also check out mine and my colleagues at FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com. Use promo code Evans, E V A N S, to get 10% off your subscription today. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And until next time, adios, amigos!